What is up, y'all? We are back with another episode. You see, Lamar gave y'all a little break with, with, with the uh, what is the intro last week. Obviously, the people wanted different, so I'm back and we back. Let's get active. We are back, man. What's going on, Lamar? Talk to me, man. How you feeling? I'm still feeling like <laughs> the intro not it. That wasn't good enough, bro. This is not it. I thought that was one of my best. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Not that it. one was pretty good, bro. It's not it, man. Yeah. Before we get started, we gotta plug the merch because like we want, we gotta see everybody in the merch. Go hit that link, get the merch, and then like what we want to do, we want like when y'all everybody get the merch, send us pictures of y'all in the merch so we can post it on our page, show y'all love. But you, know, you uh, might end up doing a collage of all the pictures. That might be our cover art for the for the next. Hey, uh, hey, hey that'd be live. It might be the cover art for the for the for the for season for season three, man. Make a uh, collage of all the pictures and put it in our cover. Hey, that's hey, that's what we're gonna do. If we get enough pictures, <laughs> you might see yourself in our cover art for our Let's season three. Let's so do just it. Get the merch and send the pictures in. Yeah. But uh, I'm 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 straight. I'm straight. I'm you know taking it day by day. How you doing, bro? How, well, how you? Uh, go deeper. What do you mean go, taking it day by day? Is it good, bad? You learning something or? Because I mean. Every time we talk, you're talking about a book, bro. I, I will say the Lamar I knew a year ago, talking about reading a book that was not even on your, on your radar. Now that, that boy act like he a, a library now. Every time we talk, he talk about something he, he learned about in the book. So like, tell me about it, man. Tell me about that journey. That really said. Uh, well, somebody said the same thing, but someone was like, I told him, I told him I like it. So I was like, I'd be reading books and stuff, and I told him like it really came from like. I first I didn't like reading books because like, I guess I never picked a book I was interested in. Like people would give me a book and I'm like, nah. I read like a first like page or two and I'm like, nah, I don't like this. I don't want to read it or nothing. Like, pretty much like how you do a movie. Like you see a movie yeah. cover or something, you're like, nah, this movie don't seem good. It might not be good. And then you see a movie with a good like, basically don't judge a book by its cover type thing for movies. But more so when I read the book, it was like, nah, I can't get into it. But then I'll start getting into like books that fit my life and I can apply it to my life. And that's when I started. That's when the, the fire lit. I was like, okay. And through like every book I read so far and every so far and so far that I bought too, actually been applying a lot to my life where I can take just about every book and apply it. Everybody's going through something. So even if they don't show it, sometimes there's something going on. We're human. Nobody's perfect. And I, I so that's how I sound straight. I'm just taking it day by day. Yeah. No, I, I feel that, bro. It's crazy because I never was a big re- reader reader either. Uh, my brother was, but I was never huge on reading like when growing up. Honestly, I'm still, like, now when I'm reading something, I'm like, I have to tell myself, okay, this is going to help me. Like, there's some type of information in here that's going to help me. So that's kind of like motivation for me to start reading. But I had to, for, that's one way that kind of got me into reading. You just tell myself, like, you're going to learn something from reading this book, whether it's, you know, just learning something about myself, learning something in the book. Um, I'm trying to read more books that relate to my life, like books in my occupation, books 
about sports, you know, books about the economy, just stuff I'm interested in. Um, but the other thing was, I, I didn't realize I, you know, how do I say it? I used to think I didn't like reading. That wasn't true. Like in middle school and elementary school, I just wasn't reading stuff that I liked. Like, exactly. Yeah, like, so how I actually, how I got myself, and I, actually, I guess this was kind of mature me at that age. I was wondering, huh? They'll give you a lot of books to read in school, and that's probably when I stopped liking reading. I was like, I want to read yeah. this stuff because it'd be yeah. books. Yeah, so that's it's, now I'm thinking about this. I was actually mature at that age because around like sixth grade. You know, did y'all have AR points and stuff? No, like, I don't know what that is. Like we had to read certain books and like different books. Like if it was a a more like, difficult book to read, it was worth more points. And at the end, each six weeks, it, you got to read so many books to get so many points. We had some kind of like that. Like, if you read one book, you get this. Like, they kind of made like a prize thing come with reading. Yeah. So, when I first, when we first started doing that, I was like, well, I'm just going to read the biggest book and get the most AR points. So, I got to read less books, right? Well, it was b- those big books, when I was in like sixth grade, those were the books I really wanted to read. Like, the only big books that were like entertaining at the time for me was like Harry Potter books. And those took forever for me to read. I didn't feel like I really had that much time to read them. Um, but then, um, I was like, okay. You know what I'm saying? I was six years. I was like, okay. Let me figure out what I what I actually like. And at that time, it was like it was sports. Like I didn't know what I wanted to do in school. I mean, like I said, I wasn't even in middle school yet. So what I did was I was like, let me go find a sports book. And it was by Mike Lupica, I think was his name. Sports sports author. I think that was his name. And he had a whole series of like baseball books, basketball book, tracks, book, track books, football books about just these fictional characters. Yeah, so I was like, well, let me go read the sports books. And when I say I read like all the series, I, I mean, I read through those books so fast because there's something I like to do. So after that, I realized, okay, I like reading. I just have to find books that I like to read. And ever since then, I just, I try to, I mean, I try to read whenever I can. See, so yeah, like, yeah, I did read those sports books too, but it wasn't like, uh, like, it was like book books, like novels, but it's more so, like, you know, it was like a Michael Jordan book where it was more like a lot of words, but more pictures than words type of thing. So, like, you read a little bit and then you'll see like highlights, picture highlights of LeBron or Jordan, stuff like that. So, I got into those books, but that was like back, like, high school. So, that's not the same, but. Yeah, reading is very fundamental. You, if you can tie yourself into something that you like, you won't, you'll like it and pick it up. But yeah. you jump right into the books, bro. So yeah, you tell me you straight, you good, bro. How's it, how's it over there in Houston and being a banking? It's good, man. Um, I've been making some transitions in my life, I guess, in that work. Um, so I'm different, doing a different, a little different type of stuff at my, at my job, but. I'm enjoying it, man. I'm uh, enjoying the team. Um, honestly, man, I can't complain because if I did, nobody would listen. So, um, but no, it's it's been all right. Like I said, kind of like you said, just been taking a day at a time, just trying to figure out, you know, being on my own still and figuring out uh, what I want to do next uh, in my job and in life. Um, been doing a lot of meditating. I've been working on it. Shout out to TJ. Shout out TJ, man. And let me let me let me play TJ real quick. I don't know if he listens anymore, but uh, TJ is starting an AAU team, 
in Bryan College Station, man. So if you got some young individuals out in the Bryan College Station area, really anywhere, you want to drive a college station, man. Link up my boy Tita Stefano at Advanced Training. And yeah, well, man, or reach out to me or Lamar, we'll link you with him. But anyways, my boy TJ got me thinking. Really, it's more it's more just thinking and taking time out of my day to just be present. Um, so that's really what I've been doing, just trying to – it's been really helping my stress. Instead of, like, bottling stuff in, it's really just helping me to – just think about stuff and think about stuff in a logical way, but. So I, I got, okay, you kind of said something I want to hit on, but I got a question. So, yeah. and like, depending on your answer, we can we can edit it out. I'm not trying to get you in trouble or nothing. So, <laughs> so you work at a bank, man. How many times you thought about robbing the bank? Bro, this dude. <laughs> Let me just say, I don't see no money when I'm at work. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see the volume nor the vault is, so. If something happened in the banks, don't come to me because it's not it's not my problem. <laughs> if y'all come to us, if y'all come to us, y'all go to the wrong place. We have no money, zero. <laughs> All we do is the paperwork. <laughs> All right, you said uh, like you meditate so like to vent, like get your pain and stuff out. And I feel like I'm the opposite. Like, I've been like I harbor so much that sometimes people get the backlash of it. Like each like more and more I harbor stuff. I feel like the more I get mad or more instances you see me get mad because I'm letting everything I harbor come out. It can be something small. So I never thought about really just meditating when I get mad. I just isolate myself and harbor it. I guess that's worse because meditating you kind of let it out. But if you isolate and just harbor it in, it's not you're not really like going back and like reflecting on it really. Yeah, I just, I think for me, I just, I've been really taking out a lot of unnecessary stuff in my life, like unnecessary, um, I don't know, I try not to scroll my phone as much anymore, um, I still watch Netflix and stuff, but like unnecessary things, I don't really go out as much, um, I really just try to be in the present more, and it's really allowed me to, I feel like most, not all the time, I feel like most of the time I'm at peace. And that's one thing that's been helping me. But also, I'm, I talked to my brother. I can't remember if he talked about this off air or on the podcast. But when I had talked to my brother, he, were, he was saying that he's he has a different way of looking at things. He doesn't really look at things as negative or bad. He kind of looks at things as a lesson and as reality. So uh, kind of to be vulnerable or whatever, like I've had three deaths in the past three weeks of people that I know. And... Not saying here I am talking about death again. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Hey, my mom, go, 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 my mom, this is my first time. My mom told me not to talk about death anymore, so I can't talk about death no more. You, you she she said me. she you says I've been too dark. You never talked about this. I would never know. But yeah, like, like I said, I, I I had it wasn't family. None of it was family. It's just people that I knew. And Lamar, you actually know one of the guys. We can talk about it off the air. But you, you you met him when you came out here with with, with me in uh, in Houston, but. Yeah, I had three people. I would say I work or I'm have have been in close contact with in the past three, four, five, six months, and it's just like, dang, like stuff happens, man. Uh, everybody goes, everybody goes through stuff, and I'm not saying that I don't mourn or anything. Like I feel like I mourn in a different way, but stuff's just been happening. It's like 
I kind of have to deal with it in the way that I deal with it, and um, I don't even know. I don't even know how to explain it. No, okay. So I get. I see where you're going. Cause I can kind of like, feel the same way you feel. Cause I I never t- like I never told anybody this, but like when people like when it's death like going on like when celebrities die or like people I don't really know like that or just like death in general. Like if someone's feeling mourning or something, like for me it's like I don't I can't really feel bad or like I don't really mourn it because it's like I feel like death is like. I guess it came normal for me. Like you see a rapper die all the time, or like you know, like it's, it's kind of bound to happen. So I feel, I at times if someone like say a rapper dies, you know how everybody feels sad. I for feel like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel normal. I feel normal. It's like I, I can't really I don't really I can't really mourn it because like you see it all the time. But then I'll have friends or I'll see people on social media like really mourning a rapper's death, and it's just like. Dang, I don't know how to feel about it because I like, I want to come off as like a heartless, cold-hearted, like cold dude because I'm not born. It's just like I see it differently type of thing. Yeah. So I I, I can see where you're saying where like you kind of mourn it, but you mourn it in a different way. Yeah. And the only reason I brought up that is because that's just what's been happening with me in the present. But I can use a way lighter example, like just say, I mean, I don't know. You got, a, you got a big thing of food in your hand, you walk down the street, and, like, it falls, and all your food falls on the ground. Like, for me, I'm like, dang, like, that sucks, but I'm about to cry about it. Like, it happens to people. I don't look at it as good or bad. It's just it's neutral. Like, I'm being depressed. Like, okay, it happened. Instead of mourning about it, let me try to get some more. Let me just live it out. And it's, I feel like, it, like if you don't really have that mindset, you really just, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to explain. But I have to get my brother on here to explain it, but... It's like it, it really just allows me to to see things without emotions. A lot of people do things through emotions, and I try to not leave emotions in it. I I try to be really logical when I think about things. Logical and realistic. Yeah, I try to be logical and realistic when I think about things. Like I try not to put my emotions in it because emotions can really fog like your thinking. Like I know I know people that they only they only be with people because of how they feel about them, but. But they don't see like the actions that the people that like these people are actually bad for you. But let me play uh, Devin's advocate a little bit, because I, I know for me sometimes the logic, the logic and the um, the real and stuff kind of amplifies my emotions more so. Like if say a scenario, um, something bad happens and it's like okay you. You understand why they did it, but it's kind of messed up why they did it. So then, if that would amplify like anger or just being you feeling sad or something, versus like you see, okay, you understand why they did it, so you know they're not really in the wrong for it. So then, okay, you can move on. So it's like a 50 50 thing. Like, oh, you can be logical or realistic about the situation and understand and understand it so you leave it alone. Or, you understand, and then you get mad because, okay, they didn't do the right thing that they should have did in that situation type of thing. Yeah. I think I've been using it, like, a little bit at work, too. It's just that, you know, it gets stressful. You know, any job gets stressful. Anything in life just can get stressful. But things happen, and I feel like I just learned how to just keep a – just be calm. Like, what am I going to do about it? Quit my job? I mean, I guess I could, but – or – can I just 
say, hey, let me just put my head down and, and get get it, get it done. I mean, that's what I'm here for. This is doing my job. They're paying me to do my job. Right? Regardless if something is bad, negative or something happens, I kind of see it as a neutral thing. It's just like, okay, this happened. What's the next logical and efficient way to get past what's happening? And that's kind of how I go about it. Uh, I don't see it really as negative or, or positive. I just see it as something that happened and get past it, honestly. And I, like I said, I feel like I've been, I've been like that before. I've kind of hit another level of just, honestly, just not caring. <laughs> I had this weekend and like I, I like every time I go home I like I talk with my parents and like me and my mom had like a deep talk and I had like had to tell we were just talking about stuff and I was telling her I was like honestly I just don't care no more. Like it's so many certain stuff I just don't care no more. Like I just can't put enough care in it for for me to let it affect me. So I was telling her I was like yeah I just don't care about a lot of stuff no more. But I want the sat home like I guess not nonchalant or bad but it's more so it's I'm doing it for my own inner peace type of thing, yeah. but not a negative connotation. Just I just I'm doing it for my own inner peace. So, so when like, so I guess we kind of look at that in the same way. But so say you have people that say you have like I guess for example say you have a friend that's pretty emotional like when stuff happens to them, they get very emotional about it and they get very aggressive. Maybe not aggressive, but just very down by themselves and it kind of like halts whatever they're doing, do you, say they come to you for advice, do you ever, like, feel bad for them, do you ever feel sorry for them, or are you the person, because I know I'm the person that, I'm going to give it to you real, I'm going to say, hey, like, honestly, this is not even worth being mad about, you got to get over this, because you got stuff to do, I'm not going to be the one sugar coming at them, and call me a bad friend or not, but I'm always giving it to you real, so. I would say, like, I can say I'm really like an empath. Like when I, I can feel people's emotions. Like if someone's sad or if I see them like if they're like mad about something, I'll talk to them like, like hey, yeah, I see what you're saying. Boom, I understand this situation, and I try to give them, okay, you're not wrong. It's sad, and they bring it to me. I feel sad, or I feel their sadness. So I was like, it'll make me feel kind of like, oh dang, this person's really sad. So I'm telling you, I'm give you advice. I'm gonna tell you, like I'm telling you straightforward. I'm gonna tell you the truth, and like I'm, I'm I know how to communicate enough where I can tell you straightforward and blunt, but it wouldn't be like the words I would use wouldn't just cut you down and make you feel irrelevant or whatever, make you feel like you're wrong. But I'll give you advice instead of just I want. I'm not gonna just let me say like fully comfort you and tell you what you want to hear. I'm gonna tell you what you need to hear. Yeah, no facts. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, I was going to say that I think I'm that way because the way I look at situations is I try to be grateful for whatever happens, you know. Um, even though I can, I try to be neutral, I can always say, no matter what I'm going through, there's people that might have it worse. Like, even though I might, I don't know. I say, even though, say, me and my parents we get into argue, whatever. Some people might not even have parents to argue with. You know what I'm saying? So like, I try to look at it that way. Usually when I get upset about things happening to me, I, I try to think of situations that could be worse. When I think about that, it usually makes me feel better. Like, okay, like, 
yes, it's just bad compared to things I've been through, but is it something, is it something that I can live with? Is it something I can get past? And usually it's a yes. After I think about that, it honestly changes my, like, honestly, it happens, like, for, like, immediately when I, when I think that thought. Like I just said, it, happen, it can happen immediately. Say somebody's mad at work, and you're like, well, you know what? Some people might, might not even have a job to pay their bills. And stuff like that, instantly I feel I feel better. I, maybe it's just me, but when I change that, my, when I change my mindset or my way of thinking, it honestly happens sometimes instantly for me. It really just depends on the extent of the problem. Or in, and, like, for me, it's not this. Like, if it's some little... I was like, I don't care. Or like, say, for instance, um, I'm, I had a scenario in the past where someone messed their, got a flat tire or whatever, and they kind of like got overwhelmed, they got down and stuff. And I was just like, it was just a tire. Like, at the end of the day, you're good. Been there before. Yeah, yeah. But that was a whole different situation. Like, <laughs> I was like, everything was going good, then boom. And then I had a We had a good night, bro. We had a real good night. And then, and like, I was drinking, so like, that kind of messed my mind up too like it made me more emotional about it but we fixed the tire huh he said we fixed the tire yeah, we tire, we boom and then i finally came back to myself i was like all right it's just tired i'm good but i can't say though if it's something like i get a flat tire and then boom i next you know i drop my phone trying to fix the tire my phone break and then uh you know like stuff that like happens back to back to back then it's like i can't let it go I remember that night you did say it's always something, or you said something like if it's not one thing, it's the next. I remember you saying that. Because I was like, stuff just kept happening. I was like, bro. In the computer? Yeah. I was like, bro. Every, then that same day when I went to get my computer fixed, I lost my parking garage ticket, and then I had to pay $40 to get out the garage. So I was like, bro. It's $40? It's too much stuff going on. So it depends on like the extent and like the amount it happens to you. For for you like for me like to justify if the problem doesn't matter, but you know you never know how people look at things because we two different people. You never know how somebody else. Well, me me and you kind of connect, but it's not everybody not like us. So you never know how they gonna look at something. So that's where you come in as like a friend or something, and, and if, if that's if they bring it to you or if like y'all close enough where you can see something and just you can open up the conversation yourself. But that's where you just give your two cents. They take it, they take it, they don't, they don't, type of thing. Yeah. That's the I feel like people going only want some some people only go wanna hear only go listen to what they want to hear. So I was like, I'm always give you I'm never gonna stand nobody wrong. I mean, unless it's intentional. <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm always just give what what I feel, you know what I'm saying? And, um and I will say usually what happens is I'll I'll be pretty stern or pretty direct with what I say. People would get mad at me. And later down the road, they usually say that I was right and I pretty much wish, you know, show them exactly what they need to hear. It's just they weren't usually they're not in the right mindset to hear that. They want to hit people to be to baby them and you know what I'm saying? I just don't like that bro. I want you to comfort them. Yeah, man, yeah, that's that's cool sometimes, but it's just that I just feel like that's just not how I see things, man. That's not how I. I'm a person of, like when I was you know, an athlete and I had a coach. Like I want my coach to yell if, if I did something. I want him to yell at me. Like I want to know. I don't want a coach to say, "Oh, like, it's okay. You're doing good. Like, you're doing a great job." I don't want to hear that. Like tell me when I'm doing something wrong. Like yell at me so I know. Like 
I gotta get my stuff. So that's just kind of how that's kind of how I grew up, and that's just kind of how when people people handle stress and people handle situations differently, and uh, that's really, that's just the bottom line. So we talk about life, and then we're talking about books earlier. So that kind of segues into like the main convo and also the quote I have. So oh, we forgot the quote. Hey, I forgot yeah. about the quote. So the quote for this episode is, "You can't avoid pain, just endure it and learn." And then it's another one that kind of ties into that is like, "Failure can make you stronger." And so the quote pretty much came from a book I finished last month. It's called Make Your Bed, a good read. But to give a background story to anybody that doesn't that never read it, it's pretty much um, a guy that was in, um, I want to say, I think it was the Navy. He was in the Navy. And like he's basically going back and basically telling you about his life in the Navy. But he gives you gems throughout like what helped him get through. And like in this chapter, it was talking about um, how he they like in the Navy and stuff, you you got to work out and do like drills and stuff every day. And then for them, it was like after each day, like if you kind of didn't meet the standard, you have to go to the circus, which is like another workout that night, which is way worse pretty much than the day training. Mm-hmm. So was it like a Navy SEAL? Yeah, I think he was Navy SEAL, like the water and stuff. And like every day, him and his like partner will have to go to the circus. So I'm gonna say he said probably like it lasted like a month or so, or like a week or two. So like every every day in that two weeks, they went to the circus, and they it beat them down. And and then the next day, they're tired, and so they miss out. So they miss the standard of the training because they were in the circus the day before. And then they end up, end up in the circus again because it comes like a whole pattern because they can't get rest at night because they're in the circus. Comes a whole pattern and it just continues like throughout that whole like training week or whatever. So they finally have like an exam, like a physical exam or whatever. And do you expect like do you expect them to like come and last or something because they failed at everything else? But exam comes, it was like a race or something. And they were the first to make it. And then they it was like they turn around, there's nobody in sight, like keeping up with them. And like pretty much this they didn't really realize it, but this all that failure from the circus, going have to go into the circus, it actually built them up and made them stronger. Cause the more you working on your body, working on yourself, you're gonna eventually you're gonna grow stronger. A little bit, if it's a little bit, if it's a lot, the more you work out, you're gonna you're gonna see the progress eventually so like that part stood out a lot because like like we said you can tie you can tie it back into life like you can have these problems in your life or like go through these things but you got to grow through it and like learn from it or find something that you can take from that problem so that it can't happen again to you in the future type of thing so that stood out to me a lot no i like that i guess it kind of goes hand in hand what i was saying earlier like I never know. I'm never gonna know how to get better unless I fail. So some, if I have a coach that's telling me you're doing good, you're doing good, you're doing good, but I'm actually not. And the rest of my life, I get a rest or whatever I'm doing, I'm gonna be continue doing those things wrong, and I'm, I'm not gonna know. 
But if he tells me that I fell or she or she tells me that I fell, now I'm going to know how to correct those things and that's growth. Um, working on those things. Yeah, because it kind of goes back to what um, we were talking about before the, uh, before the episode or the saying or whatever that um, until you fall, you're never going to know how it feels to, to, to get back up. So until you until you fall until you fall and, and until you fall down, you're not gonna know how to get back up on your feet until you, until you fall. Yeah, when you fall, it's gonna feel bad. You can you can say it's a failure. You can say that's something that you did wrong. But then that feeling of making it, getting getting back on your feet and getting back up and and prevailing and doing it correct, you're not gonna get that feeling unless you went through those hardships. Because the word that you that you used to laugh about when I said it was trough. Because you thought it was something totally different. I can't remember what you thought it was, but... Trough? Yes. It was like is season it, one, maybe. Isn't it like a, the bottom part of a hill? Yes. The dip yes. in between two hills? Yes. So I was trough, Like, I don't know what the trough is. No, you, you no, you were saying that I was standing wrong or something. I can't remember what it was. It was like in season one. Like, trying to play me, bro. Wow. Anyways, uh... I use that word a lot because if you think about it, trough is like, like you said, it's a deep, it's a, it's a, it's a, like a valley in between two hills. Yeah. I literally just told you what it was. So I'm saying, but like, okay, if you think, if you look like visually, if you look at it, you see it, you see two hills and you see a trough in the middle. Okay. So, you, so okay. I, I see, I, I see where you're going with this. You're going to say like, okay, you could be at the top of one hill, but it's going to be a moment where you're at the bottom and you're looking yeah. up the, top of the other hills like. Dang, I was just at the top. Now, yeah, I'm getting... yeah, like, like that too. And it kind of goes with even even if you're at the bottom, you you can't even see that hill. Like you're at the bottom, you're like, dang, like you can compare it to like this is one of the hardest days of my life. Like this is one of the worst days of my life. You're deep, deep, deep in that trough. But to on the out, on the on the back side and the inside of in the uh, front side of the trough is a hill. You got to go back up that hill. Like that hill is gonna be there for you to go back up. So even though you could be in a deep point, if you keep moving forward, then you're gonna end up making up that hill, and you can go from the, one of the deepest, the lowest points of your life to possibly one of the top, so one of the highest places to the top uh, of your, in your life. So I always say you might be in a trough right now. But whatever on is opposite of the trough, you're gonna be on top of that hill. So that's kind of how I look at it. And it comes, it goes back to like the very beginning of the podcast when I was saying like, I, I said I'm straight because I take things one one day at a time. Like you said, you just you take it one day at a time. Like everybody have everybody in life have problems. Like everybody yeah. has. It's just how you deal with those problems, pretty much, that help you get to that next level or get get to the top of that hill like it just depends what you do in your life or what you put in place to help you get over those problems like reading books um stuff like that like it will get you it will help you like get out those problems and like some people may not talk about their problems or some people may not like whatever helps you do it i'll say like at least talking a little bit or having somebody you could confide in with those problems then you can like you'll see like where you notice where that problem might not be as bad as you think it is because you talk to somebody and they telling you their life story or giving you advice so it's like oh that's where you say like it's somebody else out there with a worse life than you or something like that yeah 
So you start to hear other people's problems. It's like, I'm tripping over this. And you got this person got this on their plate, which is way bigger than this. But I'm making this seem like my world's over. So it's like that. It's like everybody got problems. But you just got to grow through them. Yeah. And, um, yeah, another thing I was going to say was, um, like, in that, in that same type of situation, in that, um, in that, in that same type of situation, um, like, you, you never know what other people could be going through. Uh, y'all could be going through the same things or, or similar things, but in order to get out that situation, you have, you have to have, you have to, like, actually have a mindset that you want to grow like you can't use well for me personally i don't think you should use your situations as a crutch yeah yes more yes think about it yes you want to cry whatever you want to do feel bad about it yes like i said we people you know i don't do that people handle stuff different ways do whatever it is that can help you get through the situation but never use it as like a oh well i'm sad right now i can go work out or i'm sad right now I don't want to go to work. Well, I'm sad right now. Like, I don't want to go do my homework. And that's why I feel when it starts enabling you, that's why I feel like it can be negative. I, uh, I don't want to get names, but I have somebody that told me, um, I forgot what he said it was. I have a book of Lamar that he told me, but I haven't read it yet. But I'll, I'll, once I read it, I'll send you the name, or I'll send you the name before I read it. But he was saying that, that's like little little mind syndrome. I'm, I, I don't have a name for it, but that's what I'm gonna call it, because that's kind of the visual I have. It's like little mind syndrome, where you see these goals, right? Say, say your goal is, um, you want to burn a thousand calories a day, right? Or say, no, say, say your goal is you want to burn 500 calories a day, and that's your goal. And you barely you can reach that goal, but you're reaching it or whatever, you're barely reaching it. But you're like, man, like a thousand, that's insane to do. Like, that's insane to do. But you see, then finally you see somebody that, that does it, and you know those goals are attainable. And a better example is so back when, I don't, this is probably like in the 70s or 80s, maybe 60s, but when there was nobody in the world that ran under a four minute mile. There's nobody knew what I ran for. Like, that was impossible. Like, scientists were saying that it was humanly impossible to run under a four-minute mile. And I'm talking about, like, everybody in the world, the fastest guys in the world. Then one man ran under a four-minute mile. I can't remember his time, but it was under four minutes. I think it was within months, less than a year, I think five or six people ran a sub four-minute mile. Because once it was done, those goals were achievable. So I think it also goes back into being around the right people. Uh, you never know what goals are. Or, or, or uh, I like hanging around people that push me. So I never know what goals are achievable until I'm around people and I see, like, okay, well, if they're doing it, then why can't I do it? Like the person that ran the mall, they didn't know it was attainable until they saw somebody do it. And they're like, you know what? Like, we got, we're still humans. We're still the same type of human. Why can't I train? And run on that four minute mile, and like I get, I think it changes your mind to want to work harder. Yeah, I can say I kind of put that same thing into my stuff, like especially in sports, like and that kind of carry, yeah, kind of carried over from sports. Like if someone's better than me, whatever, I'm not gonna say they're better than me. I'm saying I'm saying I'm better than everybody because I know like I have the potential to get there. Like 
I feel like it's like a down. If I if I say, oh, you're better than me, or I say I can't do this, I can't do that. I feel like I'm downplaying myself. Cause I know like I have the capacity or potential to like pretty much learn anything if I actually wanted to learn it or wanted to achieve it. So that's I guess like it came from sports because you have somebody better than you, but nobody wants to admit somebody better than you. So I'm saying I'm better than you, and then I'm eventually get the chance to prove that I'm better than you because I put the work in to get there. So yeah, it is. And then like that pretty yeah, like you said, it comes from a lot from the people you hang around. Cause if you have some like successful people in your friend group, that starts to light a fire under you and then it makes you want to start to do stuff. And like like this podcast, um like people I had a couple people tell me like you're you having a podcast kind of inspired me to have one. And like start like me make me start one and do it. And I was like, like for me, that was like that's big because like I didn't really know like we kind of had that like effect over people. Yeah, but here and there's like if the people once like are pushed by others and like for me to have that effect on someone was dope. Yeah. Sure. No, but I even use that that in school. Like if I was in a class and I use this like in every class that I wasn't that. I was just pretty much every class that I didn't feel like I could just coast by, you know what I'm saying? Like any class that wasn't like that. If I wasn't doing well in class, if I got my first test grade back and it wasn't what I wanted to be, but I used to find people in class that I was making the grades that I wanted to make. And I used to go make friends with them and then uh, study with them and like, okay, these goals are achievable. Maybe I'm just not studying right. Like, let me go work, let me go work with them, let me go study with them. Eventually, your boy graduated from a and I don't know how, but I did it. But it was just honestly being around the right people. Like I was around people that boosted my personal goals because I saw that those things were attainable. See, nah, I didn't, I didn't kind of do that. If I, mm-hmm. I didn't, if I was like, if my grade didn't come back good, I was like, nah, I didn't like go find someone to help me get my grade up. It was just more so I did a little bit more so that I could get a better grade. But I was like, as long as I'm passing, I'm good. No, my thing is, I was just saying, like, if I got a B or something and somebody next to me got an A, I'm going to ask that person, like, what did you study? Like, how did you, because I'm going to say, like, how did you know something that, that I didn't know? Yeah. Nah, like, you, like, I, I, was it, like, like, was it in the book? Like, did you study your notes? Like, or some people, some people are just geniuses. I've met people, plenty of people in college that are just geniuses. They just knew stuff. Um but I would have been fine with that B. <laughs> I would have been heavy. But I, I can say, I guess before tests, if I was like cool with people or like I would hit in the group me and be like, what y'all studying for the test, whatever. But that was more so because like props weren't very clear about what would be on the test. So, you know, everybody's cr- scrambling around to figure out what they should study or not. So I, I did like my pre, like, um, whatever, where I actually try to get like ideas from other people to see what they would be studying before the test, but whatever grade, like if I had to be, I was fine with a B. If I had a C, I was fine with a C. I was in like looking for the next person in class with a better grade to see how to get there. But it was just more so I guess I hit that point where I kinda lost motivation for school. And I like I guess I was one of those people where I, where school hit me where school is really not that needed. It's like I'd rather be doing the one like purpose I wanted outside of college and only studied that, but you know, 
that's how that's how the cookie crumbles pretty much. You just had to work through it then go from there. Yeah. But now, um, I mean, I feel like you can relate to sports too. Like, say you're training for basketball and you see somebody, you see, you see someone that's decent, but I'm not going to see anybody better than me because I don't think anybody better than me. But you see somebody, you see, see somebody that you see, you know, okay, they, they're pretty good. Like, me, I'm going to go ask them, like, let's play one more. Like, you should be training, bro. Like, let's go train. I just like high school and stuff. Like, like me and TJ, me and TJ used to train. TJ used to train me all the time in high school since I was in middle school. Like, and he's a trainer now. Like, this was before he was even wanting to be a trainer. Like, this is way back when the teacher only a year older than me, but he was training me when I was, because he was a sharpshooter. Uh, I couldn't shoot, so I was like, bro, I, I need to get in the gym with you. And you have Trey Pulliam, one of my other homeboys, or me, TJ, and TP, we soup all the time. And Trey, he, he real smooth and real shifty, and he tall and got the different finishes. So I'm, like, I'm trying to finish. I'm trying to be like that. I'm trying to be shifty. I'm trying to you know, learn how to finish and use my. Uh, I've been fast, but I want to use my um, my change of movement and my change of direction. Um, so I used to go hoop him to try to get uh, you know stuff that stuff that he does and trying to you know formulate my own type of game based on these other things. So I'm 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 not afraid to go and ask for information or ask for help, man, because it's only gonna get better. People, yeah. everybody has a different lens. Everybody sees the world and sees things differently. And that's why, that's one reason why I love being on, the, on these podcasts because we can get on here and look at, I can come on here with one point of view, talk to some people and leave with a whole different point of view because everybody got different backgrounds. Everybody got different paths where they got to where we are today. You can just kind of see it from how they see things from a different background, from a different point of view. Yeah, like, I I feel like I'm a very argumental person. Like I always been like that when I was growing up. Like, like like my dad would tell you like like I'm always like I always thought it was I always thought it was right, cause like I didn't see the other side of it, or I was just like I didn't really see what he like I didn't see what he was saying to be right to me. Then we eventually go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and he'd be like, all right, that's why I don't do this with you, cause like. You think you're gonna be right, da, da, da. but then it would be sometimes I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or like at my job, I asked a lot of questions because I'm like, because I'm curious about like the thought process and stuff behind it. And like, if you don't ask questions, you pretty like you pretty what they say. Uh, no, no, that's not the saying. Whatever, what's the, whatever the saying was like, if you just go with anything, you you don't really know nothing. But if you ask questions and you like you learn more if you ask questions versus just following along whatever someone tells you. Yeah. Like asking questions is a big like growth process. No facts, I agree, man. Yeah. Man, we and look, let me, let me say something, man. We ain't been that deep in a minute. I ain't gonna hey. lie. Well, hey. Hey, that that brought me back from season one, first ten episodes, boys. I ain't gonna lie. What's this? What, 46, 47 now? 46. 46? Dang, man. 50, 50 coming soon? I know, man. Dang. We, we came a long way from my, my room. No, let's go back to the beginning. We came a long way from Fuzzies. Fuzzies. Then, then to my room. Let's, let's give Fuzzies credit. 
We got to go back to fuzzies, man. That's where it all started. Yeah, that's we got to get credit to fuzzies. Was it those marks? We probably would never start it. Never. Never. <laughs> never. For real, we literally wouldn't have. That's crazy. All, all it took was what? Two marks for me, one mark for you. Uh, <laughs> and then what? About two shots each, and then we got a podcast. <laughs> Everybody, if you drink two marks, you. get you some shots in, you, everybody can have a podcast. Honestly, it's that it's that simple. Like if we can do it, everybody can do it. Just just put your mind to it. Right. Just make sure you go to fuzzies, and then boom, you you can start putting content out. <laughs> but, yeah. Dang, that's good times. Number forty something. I think forty. I think you're right. I think it is forty six. Forty six. Yeah. But to to close this, man. Let's. I want to go back to like the whole like quote from the book, whatever. Like life is a circus. Like, but you can't let it beat you down. You gotta just take all that pain. And like endure it, like I said earlier, and learn from it and build off of it. So like you're not repeating those same issues or whatever. You're growing for it and you know how to avoid it or how to handle it next time around. Life for real. Life is a service man, but you do not have to be a clown. Hey, that's nice. That's, hey, I never I never heard the clown part add to it. <laughs> Life is a circus man, but you do not have to be a clown. Only a goofy can come up with that. <laughs> It makes sense. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense how you come up with a clown uh, oh, quote. Yeah, but, like, like I said, man, just everybody going through it, but pee, you, you just can't let it get to you. Keep pushing, Pete. Keep, keep pushing. But like we said earlier, though, everybody cop the merch, send us pictures. Get that. In it, and then, cause that would be a dope cover art to like show love to everybody that bought them, and then put it like collage, make a collage, and put y'all on our cover art for our next season. We want y'all involved in every part, man. If you have a group episode of everybody, every episode, man, we love that. Yeah. Well, everybody involved. Yeah, well, Lamar. Uh, what we about to do, uh, man? A deep and authentic episode. Deep and authentic, man. Let's do it. But another day of getting active. More Let's to come. Let's get active.